Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. We've been following Joshua and the Israelites as they move closer to entering the promised land. Last week, they crossed the Jordan River as God stopped the waters so they could pass on dry ground. As they were crossing the Jordan River, I'm sure they could see the large, tall walls of Jericho standing in front of them. Some of them might have even been thinking, how are we going to take this city? Those walls are so tall and so strong. But as they looked down at the dry ground they were walking on, they would have been reminded that God can do anything. He is the God of the impossible. Have you ever felt like you were facing an impossible situation? Have you ever had a hard time believing that God could do something great in your life? Oh, friends, He is the God of the impossible. He just asks that we put our faith in him. Do you remember what the word faith means? Faith means to believe in something you cannot see. We cannot see God, but we believe that he is real and that he loves us and wants to answer our prayers. Joshua and the Israelites were about to face something that would require them to have faith and put their trust in the one true and living God. You see, the walls of Jericho may have been as much as 30 feet high and 20 feet thick. The people inside Jericho worshipped false gods and believed that their gods would protect them. The people of Jericho did not worship the one true and living God. They had turned their back on God and trusted in false gods to save them. Now is the time for the true God to show up and come through on the promises he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that this land would be theirs. Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua was startled. Who was this man and why was he standing in front of him with a sword? Was he an enemy? Joshua looked him in the eyes and said, Are you for us or are you for our enemies? Whose side are you on? Joshua wanted to know. Then the man said something amazing. He said, Neither, but I am commander of the army of the Lord. I have now come. Suddenly, Joshua realized who was standing in front of him. Joshua knew the presence of God and his unseen heavenly army was ready to do battle alongside his faithful people. Joshua fell down on his face to the ground in reverence and honor before the Lord. In his most humble voice, he said, What message does my Lord have for his servant? You see, even though Joshua was the commander of the army of the Israelites, he was not too proud to bow down to the true commander of his life, the Lord God himself. The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. 
By doing so, Joshua showed that he was on the Lord's side. The Lord wanted to know if Joshua was on his side. Now, the city of Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. The people of Jericho knew the Israelites were right outside their city walls. They had heard of the Israelites. Do you remember Rahab? Do you remember that she said the people's hearts were melting in fear because of what the Israelites' God had done for them in parting the Red Sea? Do you think Rahab remembered to place her red rope outside her window? I'm sure she had. I wonder if she was sitting inside her home, praying and asking God to remember her. She had to have faith, too. She had to have faith that God would save her when the Israelites came marching into the city. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times, with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the people give a loud shout. When the walls of the city collapse, the people will go up, every man straight in. Did you hear that? That was the battle plan of the Lord. It wasn't Joshua's plan. It was the Lord's plan. Remember, Joshua is on the side of the Lord. The Lord was the true leader and commander of the army of the Israelites, and Joshua listened carefully to his commander. So Joshua called the priest and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the people, Advance, march around the city with the armed guard going ahead of the Ark of the Lord. Why would God command that the Ark of the Covenant be carried around the city ahead of the people? Could it be, as we learned before, that since God's presence rested on top of the Ark of the Covenant, that the Ark of the Covenant represented His presence marching with them? As they took the Ark of the Covenant into battle, they were taking God with them. He was going before them into battle they would not have to fight alone. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priest who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the Ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the people, do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout. Then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the people returned to camp and spent the night there. I wonder if the people inside the city of Jericho were confused. Maybe they thought, why did they march around our city one time and then go back to their camp? What does that mean? But the next day, Joshua got up early in the morning, and the priest took up the Ark of the Lord. 
the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them, and the rear guard followed the ark of the Lord while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. The third day came, and they marched around the city one time. The fourth day came, and they marched around the city one time. The fifth day came, and they marched around the city one time. The sixth day came, and they marched around the city one time. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city one time. But this time, they didn't go back to camp. They continued marching a second time around the city. And then they marched a third time. And then a fourth time. And then a fifth time. And then a sixth time around the city. I'm sure this got the attention of the people living inside the city of Jericho. They might have thought every day for the past six days, they've only marched around the city one time and then returned to their camp. Today, today is different. Look, they're marching around the city more than one time. And on the seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, all of the sudden, Joshua raised his voice and commanded the people, Shout! Now is the time to shout, for the Lord has given you this city. Shout! The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab and all who are with her in her house shall be spared, because she hid the spies we sent. And when the trumpet sounded, the people shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the people gave a loud shout, suddenly the ground began to shake, and the wall began to shake. And as the voices of the people were raised loud and shouting unto the Lord, one by one the bricks of the wall began to collapse. The wall crumbled to the ground, and one by one the men charged straight in, and they took the city. What about Rahab, you ask? Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, Go into Rahab's house and bring her out and all who belong to her in accordance with your promise to her. So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a safe place outside the camp of Israel. And so that day, the Lord fought for the Israelites and gave them the city of Jericho. And the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame spread throughout the land. Dear truth seekers, there is so much truth to find in this story. Were you excited as you listened to what God did for the Israelites? God was the one who fought the battle for them. God was the one who brought down the walls. They just had to trust and believe. When the time came for them to shout, they had to shout in faith that God would do what he said. Maybe some of them doubted, can God really bring down these walls? Do you know that God stands before you 
just like he did with Joshua and asks you, whose side are you on? You are either on the Lord's side or you are not. There is no middle ground. Are you on the Lord's side? Do you trust him and put your faith in him just like Joshua did, even though you cannot see him? When you put your faith in him, he will always be with you. And when you find yourself in hard places, his presence will go before you just like he did with the Israelites. You have nothing to fear. God is with you when life is hard. God is with you when you have battles to face. God is with you when everything seems to be going wrong. God is with you. And if you would just raise a shout to him in faith and stand your ground, you will watch and see him come through. Can you do that now? Can you give a shout to God and believe he is with you and fighting for you? Wherever you are now, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of praise. He is your deliverer. He has rescued you from sin and darkness, and he has made you a child of God. That is worth celebrating today. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Joshua chapters 5 and 6. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we find out what happens as the Israelites settle in their new homeland. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we bow our heads and our hearts in submission to you. We want to be like Joshua and put our faces to the ground in reverence to you, for you are the one true and living God. There is no one like you. You are the commander-in-chief, and we say that we are on your side. We put our full faith and trust in you, even though we cannot see you. We believe that you are good and you are strong and you are with us. Today, we need you to come and be Lord of our lives. We need you to heal our sickness. We need you to provide for our needs. We need you to keep us safe and we need you to help us do our best. We need you to go before us because like Moses said, we cannot go anywhere without your presence. So God, we ask for your presence to be with us this day and forward on. We worship you with all of our hearts, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for your kind reviews. I pray this podcast is a continued blessing to you and your family. I appreciate you sharing it with your friends and loved ones, and I look forward to our time together next week.